Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. expression of our worship this morning I would love you to know that God has been good to you sometimes you need somebody to remind you God has been extremely good to you there are people who have passed this morning there are people who are being wheeled to the mortuary right now hallelujah he has been good to you and uh, I would love you to come out of your the Bible said give thanks with remembrance at his holiness give thanks at give thanks with remembrance remember what the lord has done and give thanks say amen i would love us to sing this one line of the same song and right after that we will bust into you know a praise break and a thanksgiving in your own expression, in your own way, giving God the glory for his faithfulness and mercy towards you, your children, your family. My God, my God, my God, my God, God has been good to you. When I looked at a young lady that was wailing and crying, and it was because a missile or a bomb, a grenade, has bombed away nine members of her family. Nine. One time. They are gone. You haven't lost one. 
And so songs like uh, some of the old ones are very, very relevant, very, very real, very significant. Very kaidio nyamia yamawo nafa nasi. Can I hear you like you are in church? Kaidio nyamia. Aha, you you are now behaving like you are in the presence of God. Thank you. Nafanasi. Come on, raise your hands.
Let me hear your voice. Come on. Oh. From the beginning of the year till now. Missy want to Ebenezer. Oh, Help me, look. One, two, Ebenezer. Sing beautifully. My God. We worship you eternal Father. Thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercies. We have come here to celebrate your goodness, 
your faithfulness and your mercy. Who can be compared to you? Who is like unto you? You are God by yourself. You are God alone. You sit enthroned in the cherubim of glory upon the mercy seat. You are God yesterday. God today. God forever. You have been our God from January till now. We have every cause to thank you. When the storms blew, when the raging plagues and attacks came, it was only your mercies that kept us. Thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness and your grace and your mercies. Thank you. I bless you because you are a faithful God. I give you thanks. This morning I am asking your hand of favor and your hand of blessing. I'm asking for an open heaven. Do us good. Show us your glory. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Navigate our course. Show us the way. Few weeks, one month and few weeks, adds up to few weeks to the closure of this year. But you know the thoughts that you think toward us. Thoughts of peace and of good, not of evil, but to give us an expected end. The word has made it very clear. In Exodus chapter 3, the 21st verse, that when we go to the coming year, we will not go empty because you will give us favor. I bless you for your favor. Thank you for your favor. Honor you for your favor. In the precious name of Jesus, have your way this special time. We will return all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, say a good amen. Are you clapping? Oh, come on. Are you clapping? No, 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 no. I want to hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Worship is not only the song. Clapping is also worship. Push your house for me. Clapping is also worship. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I hear the sounds from the full ranges place. Thank you very much. The Bible said in John chapter 12, the 20th and 21st verses, the Bible said there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same therefore came to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we wish we require, we desire, we demand to see Christ Jesus. They came to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we wish, we require, we demand, we want to see Christ Jesus. 
We have read this particular verse for um, almost six plus years from 2016 when we started the W3 service on 9-11-2016. We have read this. It has been our foundation scripture not only on Sundays but also on every service. Bible study, you know, any other miracle service, signs, wonder service, all night meetings and all that. We have read this particular because... The moment you take Jesus Christ out of the picture, the whole picture becomes a human thing. It becomes a human thing. What profit is it? What, what does it profit, ladies and gentlemen? What profit, that, what, what profit does it bring to us if Christ is not the reason why we are here this morning? What, what will be the essence if Jesus is not the core why we are here? He is not the reason why. What will be the essence why we are gathering here and Christ is not the epicenter why we have gathered in this place? What, what will be the sense in all the singing and all the dancing and all the hala and the toda and the yada and the tahila? What will be the essence of it if Christ Jesus is not the center of it? So, the writer of this particular passage is saying, say I have come to see the Christ. There were certain Greeks it, it is even amazing when you look at it from that particular perspective and angle. They were not Jews. They had come to see the Christ and they were Greeks. Very, very interesting. We stand also on this particular service this morning. In this service we are declaring same. We want to see the Christ. The Bible said in Luke chapter 21 verses number 34 through to 36, he said, take it to yourselves. Lease at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life. And so that they come upon you on a worse. The Bible said for us a snare, it will come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch it therefore and pray always that he may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. I have said arguably that this is the most relevant verse of scripture in the Bible. Watch and pray that you will be accounted worthy to escape all the things that will come. In Mark 13, he was making a very highlighting submission of the same. Watch and pray. You know not when your Lord cometh. You do not know when God your Lord, the Christ, cometh. And so I will use the opportunity to do a very quick revision of what we have been dealing with. We are talking for almost about pushing to two and a half months now. All these Sundays I'm talking to you about the wonders, the seven wonders of the Antichrist. Some people will maybe, that why are your topics all kinds of strange topics that you deal with? But the amazing thing is that, as the Bible have already said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. 
You are living in a time where if you forget about yourself and be overburdened with what you will eat and what you will drink, you are missed the real essence of why you know you stand in this particular generation. Because it's not only being even the salt of the earth and the light of the world, but also you, everybody like in the, the sons of Issachar must be able to know the times and know what to do. You are living in a time that you know you must know what to do. You must know what to do. There are many people living in this building who don't know what to do. There are things that are coming up overwhelming your life and you don't know what to do. People are in crisis and when you ask them, so what are you going to do? They say, I don't know. What, what are you going to do? I don't know. I met a lady, the husband have divorced. And the husband before he divorced the lady, he said, I am going to, I am going to mess you up until I leave you. I will first mess you up. I will stretch you until you don't look like a human being. Then I realize uh, people are not just marrying for love. Others are with the agenda of John 10.10. 10. They will kill. They will steal. They will destroy. Your mandate as a child of God is not just showing up in church and feeling today was a nice service. That is not enough. That is not enough, sweetheart. And so I'm talking to you about the seven wonders of the Antichrist because we had already talked about the seven wonders of the end time. We went to talk about the seven wonders of hell and went to talk about the seven wonders of heaven. We talked about the seven wonders of God's judgment and now we are here. This is part six of the seven wonders of the Antichrist. I said that the first wonder of the Antichrist is blasphemy. Blasphemy. The first wonder of the Antichrist is blasphemy, mockery, and scoffing. Yeah, the Bible said in Second Peter chapter 3 and verse number 3, just for the sake of those who have joined us today, I am going to use the Bible said, knowing this first, that they, know, that they shall come in the end time or in the last days, scoffers, walking according to their own lust. He goes in the next verse and says, and again, and saying, where are the promise of his coming? For since the fathers died, all things remain the same. And so they will go further as they were from the beginning of creation. And said, and this they willingly are ignorant of that. The word of God that... The, they are ignorant of the word of God that the heavens which were of old and the earth that are standing, the Bible said, you know, standing out of the water and in the water. The Bible said in the seed verse whereby the well that 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 then was being overflowed with water perished. 
and so he goes to the next verse the seventh verse and said by by but the heavens and the earth which are now but the same word are kept in store reserved unto fire in other words the destruction and the wiping away of everything that i see will not be by water but by fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men here he didn't say sinners he did not say sinners ungodly men men and women without god ungodly men there is a day of judgment i'm reminding the church the body of christ and this nation church is not only about coming to i want a breakthrough i want a healing i want a touch from church is not only about that you are being prepared for something that is that is bigger than any person any nation and any event you are being prepared so that you can be able to meet your judge very well a second wonder of uh, the Antichrist, apart from blasphemy, scoffing, and mockery, is contamination. We are going to see defamation, de degradation, marginalization, you know, reducing the church to nothing. The Bible calls that the abomination that makes desolate. The abomination of desolation. We are going to see that the contamination will start from the pulpit, from the pulpiteers, the prophets, the preachers, the apostles, the bishops. It will start from the pulpit. It will start from the altar. It will, the contamination will begin and run to the pew. It will not begin from the disco. Contamination is already there. So then you are going to see very clean things are going to be contaminated. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. This is why the Bible makes clear. He that thinketh that his standard should be where least he falls. Because I can promise you, I will say another you are going to see that the third wonder of the antichrist is the wonder of deception jesus said be careful that no man deceives you matthew chapter 24 verse number four you are going to see deception, manipulation seduction lies unfaithfulness is going to be common So sometimes when I look at women that are trailing their husband's phones, uh, trailing and hacking their phone system and all that, who are you talking to? Who did you go to? Sweetie, I'm telling you, forget it. If this guy does not love you, don't even try. There are many wives staying with their husbands, but actually there is no marriage. You are coming together to church, but actually there is no marriage. Actually, the actuals, there is no marriage. Apostle Isaac Apia makes a statement. This coming week is going to be 50 years. And we celebrate this jubilee. God has honored him. 
He makes a statement that sometimes a hunter may be going to the forest with a dog and in the middle of the way, the dog can just leave the hunter and go back home. Then he makes an assertion proverbially or parenthetically and he says that sometimes you can be with somebody but actually they had already left you. They are there but they had already left you. I'm talking about deception. <laughs> I'm talking about deception. They are with you but they have left you. Yeah. They, they are with you. And I see this, you know, in governance, in, in churches, in political parties, in corporate institutions. Uh, yeah, they, they are there, but the statement they will make towards the institution, demeaning, marginalizing, you know, degrading, it will amaze and shock you. You may be seated in the presence of God, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I appreciate all of you. That was a lovely time of praise and worship. We give God the glory. This is the W3 service. W3 means word, worship, and wonders. Uh, my name is Kofi Odro. And uh, let me welcome all our friends that have joined us on radio, on television, and online. We thank God for all of you. Vision 1, 93.5. Sweet Melodies, 94.3. FM, Boom 88.7. We're live all also on about Tampa 92.5. We're live on uh, Uniap Television. We are live on Amanzan Gian Television, Facebook Live, YouTube Podcast. Good morning to all of you. I appreciate your joining us this particular morning. It's a joy and a blessing to have all of you with us. The feet contaminate, the feet, um, you know, wonder of the Antichrist, according to this outline that we have placed here, makes it very clear. I said fourth, rather, is the new world order. Don't have time to go into it. Number five is the worship of materialism. Now, preaching Christ have become a very difficult thing because of the love, the love we have for material gain. We love this world and the things that are in it. The love of the world is extremely too much. Worldliness is already in church. The people are praying in tongues, but their level of the world is unbelievable. Now it has become so normal. You portray all kinds of worldly stuff and the world is making us to all believe oh come on don't don't talk against if somebody is still you know coming out of the world gradually let's rather pray for the person and all that how long are you going to be transitioning you say the church is like a hospital and i have always asked the question because i used to also say like the church is a hospital where everybody including myself is sick but i asked the question which kind of hospital have people on admission for 20 years what kind of hospital is that what kind of hospital have people on admission for 30 years and they are still sick receiving treatment what kind of hospital is that what kind of hospital in ghana will admit people and they are sick on the sick bed they are receiving treatment you give them food they eat and they have been there for 10 years i want to know that hospital a person goes to the hospital maximum one man they are discharged and they go home go back to their normal life they are healed 
What kind of hospital have people be on? You are on IVs. You are on blood transfusion. For 30 years. And you are still on transfusion. I want to know that hospital. I want to know the patient who have been on, in coma for 40 years. Lying on the bed. They are in a comatosical state. For 40 years. I want to know that. When I say that this country is sick, believe it. Because the sickness of this nation is deep. Very deep. We are a sick nation. And we are sick according to Isaiah chapter 1 verse 5. Our sickness is complete. It's whole. It's absolute. That is how our sickness is. The infirmity that have crippled this nation and made it a crippled system and economy, crippled citizenry, crippled leadership, sick leadership. People are in turmoil, in destitution, in desperation. People are going through all manner of stuff. And our sickness has made us not to even see it. When a person is sick, they don't think well. They don't reason well. They cannot function well. So if they walk from here to the gate, they will be tired. They feel drowsy, dizzy. They feel like falling out. When a person is sick, they lose appetite. They, when a person is sick, you know, they lose themselves. They cannot put up nice clothes. They have no makeup. They have no nice hairstyle. When a person is sick, they even lose their identity. You can see a lady nurse or doctor attending to a chief, a king, who is a man. And they do not even care about their nakedness anymore. When a person is sick, this is how they behave. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to a generation that is sick. When is sick, wrong is right. And right is wrong. That is sickness. That is abnormality. That is infirmity. That is, you know, everything turned upside down. When a person is going through treatment, they do not even know that what they are doing is... When you go to the psychiatric hospital, the people there do not even realize that they are naked. They are naked, but they feel that they are wearing the best suit. They are sitting under a tree, but illusory, illusory imagination tells them that they are sitting in first class or business class in the nicest aircraft. Psychosis tells them that the people rather are not normal. You rather are normal. That is the sickness of the generation. And so it, took, it takes me, you know, into the wonder of last week. I talked to you about the wonder of the deadness of our consciences. Yeah, the deadness. Our conscience are dead. Snare with hot iron. Yeah, the Bible said in First Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 1, he said, now the, speaker, the spirit speaketh expressly that in the last days, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils in the second verse the bible said speaking lies in hypocrisy and having their conscience sneered with a hot iron in another version of this particular verse the bible said such visions are spread by deceitful lies whose consciences are dead 
conscience is dead. When a man impregnates a woman and denies responsibility, you have a dead conscience. You have a dead conscience. I can go further, but I don't have the time. If you refuse to appreciate the sacrifices made by others for you, that you have a dead conscience. Your mother did too well to raise you up. In the best of her knowledge, you cannot just throw her in the bin. The moment you can eat and forget about the womb that brought you forth, you have a dead conscience. A dead conscience. Oh, clap your hands, clap your hands, please. Clap your hands. For the word of the Lord and the sovereignty and the integrity of it. Yeah, you have a dead conscience. The moment a person sits in a communion anointing, in a spiritual service, in a Holy Ghost meeting, they sit in a meeting like, you know, in, a, in an ambience and an atmosphere of the spirit saturated with signs and wonders and the prayer, praise, worship, and altar. Collect communion, you know, into their spirit and live here and go back to their vomit. They have a dead conscience. Your conscience is dead. If I make a vow and I, I flout and defile the vow, for example, my marriage vows, if I make a vow and then 40 years after, I renounce those vows, I have come to the place of deadness of conscience. Your vows means real. And so in Jeremiah chapter 7, the Bible was talking about some strange things. You know, from verse number 1, he said, clearly, in the word of the Lord, he said, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, you know, go and stand by the gate of the house of the Lord, and proclaim the word of God there, saying, hear ye the word of the Lord, all ye Judah, and all ye that enter into these gates, to come and worship. In the third verse, the Bible said, that saith the Lord, God of Israel, amend your ways, amen, amen, to your ways, born again people, hear the word of the Lord. Amen to your ways. Amen to your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Look at the fourth verse. The Bible said, Trust ye not in lying words that we are Christians and we are born again and we are anointed and Holy Ghost people. In the fifth verse, the Bible said clearly, For if ye thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, he goes and says, If ye oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your own head the bible said then will i cause you to dwell in this place in other words sin iniquity and wickedness cruelty it eliminates people from the earth people are dead and their time has not yet come but the ability for you to dwell in this place will also resort in your obedience to the word of the lord i'm telling you there are so many young people whose time had not come to die but yet they are dead and gone. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm using the opportunity in verse number 8 to point out something. Look at how he says, he said, behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Turn this 
into my language. In my language, the Bible said very clear. Now here he will go further and uh, talk about it. Yeah, he said This is what I would love you to take note of it. I promise on my honor to be faithful and loyal to Ghana, my motherland. I pledge myself to the service of Ghana with all my strength and with all my heart. Yeah, I promise to hold in high esteem our heritage one for us through the blood and the toil of our fathers. Yeah, I pledge myself, you know, in all things to uphold and defend the good name of Ghana. Look at the words I just said and compare it to the church, the body of Christ, to the police service, to the armed forces. Compare it. You know, just compare it. People who have promised to uh, uphold in highest esteem cannot go to Gadu and molest ordinary citizens. Dead, your conscience is dead. Dead conscience. Dead, the conscience is dead. And nurse will not make a vow and mistreat patients. Go and see how housemates are treating people's children. House helps are treating people's children. A house help can put a baby down and step on the baby. Dead! The conscience is dead. This is why people can snatch people's wives and husbands with money. A young police officer who used to bring, uh, you know, his, his children to Alabaster International School came one day crying. We asked him, what is the problem? He said, you know, I am an officer and my wife is also a police officer. My wife has a promiscuous relationship with our boss at work. And the boss have taken my wife and given her promotion and taken her because they are looking for a place to meet. And so my wife has been taken on the peacekeeping mission. And the boss goes to the peacekeeping mission to meet my wife. The guy is in uniform and crying. Brought his children to school. He's wearing uniform. He's crying. Dead conscience have crept on <laughs> your marriage. Looked at me, he said, Prophet, I love my wife. <laughs> I love my wife. Love is not something that you can just say, return my love back to me. Love is already disseminated, assimilated. It's already synced, configured, synchronized. How can you take it back? deadness of conscience i'm talking to the wise only bring your heart right here now this sunday morning i will talk to you about the sixth wonder of the antichrist the wonder of wastage waste the wonder of wastage a sixth wonder when i look at waste all around it's unbelievable <laughs> The Bible said in Luke chapter number 15, 
you know when you look at luke chapter 15 there are so many interesting things that are there the first thing that you know you may see from verse number three downwards that jesus would you know started talking about you know the lost sheep and then when you push uh to verse number eight he talks about the lost coin or the lost silver and then when you go to up to verse number 11 and then he said a certain man in the king james version had two sons and the bible said very clearly the younger one came and said to the father he said father divide my my lord divide give me my portion of your goods that befallet me and here the bible was not talking about a wheel in someone's here that was not what the bible was talking about when you look at deuteronomy chapter number 21 from verse number 17 as a matter of fact the whole chapter the bible talks about how jewish men are ought, are, ought to give an inheritance i mean to their sons and for the firstborns in verse 17 are supposed to receive a double portion now this this is not inheritance when the person is dead this is what we call life capital the syrians do it the lebanese do it the Turkish do it the jews do it even the greeks do it they will give you know capital to their children when they are 18 years old and so the younger son came to the father and said father give me my inheritance that i will go and enjoy my life somewhere i have come of age i do not want to live in this house anymore more and so the bible said that the father divided them the bible said very clearly go back to you know uh luke chapter 15 they, they divided them uh, that they are lot in the next verse let's move forward uh, not many days the bible said you know the father divided unto them the the elder person receives the younger person receives and not many days after the younger gathered all together and took a journey to a far country and the bible makes a very powerful statement and wasted his substance with righteous living wasted i want you to listen to me very categorically because i am going to talk to you about seven dimensions of waste in this generation that is taking the heart of the modern day christians away from jesus christ and the kingdom of god they are in church but their hearts are far away from eternal salvation and eternal life because of waste the first waste i will talk to you about is the waste of life the waste of life and look at people and social media is already wasting people's life other people are reasoning thinking and putting their life together making meaning and cashing out of life and so many others are just wasting life they can sit and fight and uh, acrimoniously throw tantrums all over just a waste just the worst very interesting sometimes <laughs> a young man died in the eastern region just this friday they went to bury the young man and in the burial the people believe that the young man is a sakawa boy so then when they got to the cemetery they opened the coffin took the body out and they all brought things into the cemetery they came the corpse they came i talked to you last week about there is a generation coming and i'm telling our leaders be very careful the decisions you are making because a generation is coming you may be dead 
they will come and exhume your body and burn it. They will burn your body. Just to inflict some kind of punishment in their own conscience to you. They step on the body. They defile the body. They forgot that if a man dies and he does not get a proper burial, even the unborn child is more profitable than that person. They degraded the body, defiled the memory of the dead. When they finished, they collected the body, put it back on the casket and threw it into the pit. This is the generation I'm talking about. The worst of life. I look at people sit on the internet and they debate there is no God, there is no Bible, and there is no essence in church. What a waste of life. What a waste of life. <laughs> what a waste of life. It is as if somebody is just arguing, I don't exist. You are putting your hand on your own chest and telling yourself, I don't exist. When actually you really exist. Actually, you really exist. This is the generation. The second kind of waste. Very interesting is the waste of grace. The grace of God is being trampled upon. Romans chapter number 6 verse number 1. The Bible says, shall we continue to sin for grace to abound? And then he goes and says, never. Shall we continue to sin for grace to abound? Grace is abounding. And when I look to ladies and gentlemen at the grace of God, because you know me, I'm quite a The worst of grace. There are so many amazing callings and giftings. The prophetic ministry, the grace of God, the miraculous, the deliverance ministry. How we have allowed greed and self-aggrandizement and self-centeredness and selfishness to destroy the grace of God. We have allowed ourselves to be carried away by the world. I was telling the day the other day, I said, you know, look at her. Now we have functions like launchings of, of uh, gospel album, book launchings, and all that kind of thing. And uh, when you look at even the selection of the people we invite, it tells you why, where our heart is. Because we want money, the people will come. Now the worship of money and materialism, like I told you, have taken center stage. This is why the real message of the gospel is missing. You know, we want to hear what we want to hear. If I don't hear what I want to hear, I leave the church. Dead conscience. We want to hear what we want to hear. I just want to hear what I want to hear. The waste of grace. This is why, I mean, really, Christ is no more the center of the message. Because if you go deep into that, you will miss, you will miss the majority. You will miss that. Well, the Bible said, he that have ears, let him hear. 
if he was talking about these two years, everybody has it. That means that it's not these two years. There is an intuition. In Matthew chapter 13, the Bible said that the heart, when you read very clear in verse number 8, the Bible said that the heart is the soil, the ground, the ground, the heart is the ground which receives the seed, which is the word of the Lord. The heart. Komano, komano. Komano. Kumano. This is why when you sit in church, you sit with the rich, you sit with the poor, you sit with the elite, you sit with the illiterate, you sit with the popular, you sit with the unpopular. We all sit together in the house of God. How good and pleasant it is for people to dwell together in unity. It is like precious ointment that flows from the head of Aaron. You know, when I look at the, the wastage and the of grace you know useless prophetic revelations that God never uttered God never spoke speaking in favor of political parties and players only for what we can eat and what we can get ladies and gentlemen I came here to talk to you people were anointed grace their ability to be able to do I may look at even the banks the banks that collapsed 32 years here already had a bank 34 years he was a leader a ceo of a and a financial institution and uh, you know eight years down the line they are history grace is abuse people can trust you sell their houses and bring their money to you and say invest the money and bring us back the profit and let's share profit interestingly you can't believe this the waste of grace. God can favor a person and grant the person that the whole of Ghana can believe in that person. And they can tell you, take our money and invest it. And this person can also take the money and trample it under his feet. Waste it. Just like that. Number three, wastage. The waste of opportunity. One of the biggest opportunities that God has given us is the opportunity to come into his presence. The opportunity to be a Christian. The opportunity to be a child of God. The opportunity to lift holy hands unto God. The opportunity. I'm telling you, try out on something. Then you will know the, the real meaning of life. The opportunity that you have. The Bible said, Behold, one manner of love the Father has bestowed unto us that we should be called the children of God. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. You have wasted opportunities. Young ladies who had the opportunity to be married to real loving men, they didn't see it. They wasted it like that. Your dear young Kufuichi, follow bad friends, bad counsel. I'm reminding all women under the reach of the sound of my voice. A man show too. You better, you better treasure adore them. I'm talking to you. There are over 8.6 billion people on the face of the earth. And 5.2 billion are women. It tells you that the proportionate comparison the men are fewer. The women are more. Therefore, if a woman gets a man as a husband or as a fiance, you don't talk nonsense. You don't behave abysmal. I'm talking to you. 
I'm talking, you are wasting your opportunity. I know the people will say, well, the man is not a straight guy and all that and all that. Nobody is perfect, including all of us talking to you. I'm telling you, you better grab your marriage and take very good care of what God has graced you before you lose it. You are, there is an opportunity standing before you, but you don't see it. Go and ask the people whose husbands are dead. And they will tell you what you are joking with. The people whose husbands are there, they can sit in a room without anybody touching them. They can cry for three days. Most of all those people will tell you, sometimes they cry and in their lamentation, they tell themselves, my husband, wherever you are, forgive me. Wherever you are, whether in hell or heaven, forgive me. We take advantage of people. Until we lose them. I have seen people come and stand by coffins in a memorial service and come and cry foolish cry. Stop it. When the person was alive, when my brother died, his children wrote a tribute. And in the tribute, they said, Daddy, if we knew that you were not going to be here for a long time, then we could have cherished you, spent more time with you, love you, respect you, cherish you, honor you. But now you are gone. Now you are gone. A waste of opportunity. I saw a young lady who had the privilege to travel to the United Kingdom and she was lamenting that my I am here and I'm wiping the, the behind of old women. Somebody in my hometown is looking for that opportunity to travel abroad and work in the care homes as a nurse because there are people who see that as a calling. They see that as a calling. They are looking for that opportunity. There are people seated here who, who are listening to me and do not even care. They don't cherish what I am doing right here. But there are people that are watching me in Australia, in New Zealand, in America, in parts of Africa. There are people in Asia, in the Middle East, in the Near East, in the Far East, who wish, who wish this morning they were sitting here. I'm telling you, who wish this morning that they were sitting? But they don't have that opportunity. We can just drive out. One day I was here when a young man drove in the middle of the street, just stopped the car, entered into this church, and then knelt down, like put his forehead to the ground, and said, Lord, I thank you that today I also have come to Alabaster. I was shocked. I was shocked. I said, so people are looking to come, looking forward to come here. 
I don't know that. I don't know that. Very interesting. The waste of opportunity. Number four. The waste of resources. The wa- I am living in a country when a person is alive, we will never honor. We need we will never honor. The moment the person is dead, we put a person in a mortuary, one week celebration, six to six. We rent a, an event center, kebab, beer, wine. We will dance on the dead person's head. When these people finish them, they come and stand on television. We are asking Oman Peni Kufuado that we don't have public toilets in our community. Nonsense. What can Tomami and You don't know how to build a water closet facility. The waste of resources. There are young men seated here. Bad habits. Bad habit. Whilst I'm preaching, they are jumping up like Hussein Bolt. V power is doing that. You better hear what I'm talking about. When we have a catch, let say, Don't be able to marry a woman. Oh, God, help me. The waste of resources. There is a there is a four story building sitting in your stomach. Antichrist resources is wasted. And I look at the wastage of resources for our nation. I cry. People are dying in a renal center. They cannot even afford 350 for dialysis treatment. And we are busily having parties. Parties with resources of this nation. Government officials traveling in business class and first class. Traveling in places. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot believe the waste of resources resources that should be going into the building of road infrastructure you know educational infrastructure health facilities and all stuff like that i was driving when we were driving from tamale to Bolga. we met so many police posts on the way so many of them these young officers i i applaud you i applaud you the conditions by which they work, I applaud you. To the point that most of these small posts don't even have toilet facilities. And yet they are sacrificing their life for this nation. They work under harsh conditions. Party boys are driving in land cruisers. V8 land cruisers. What a waste of resources. I'm looking at where we have come 66 years as a nation. 
if i compare us to other nations who are six they say like malaysia singapore not korea then i realized that we have wasted our resources we have wasted our resources the moment you put somebody in a position the only thing that comes to mind how to steal how to loot and how to hoard and sometimes i ask myself where are you going with that because you are going to die very soon you know you'll be dying very soon ancient you'll be dying very soon i don't want to mention names which of our politicians went with anything which of them carried anything with them let me pay tribute to a young Ghanaian striker who passed on yesterday or the day after in a football match, Rafael Jamina, 28 years, collapsed on the field, heart attack, and died. I want to commiserate with your family. But this is what I have been screaming all this while. That man it's like a fleeting, a fleeting vapor. We are not going to be here forever. We are strangers passing through. We are passengers in transit. Get it clear. Get it so that our pride will leave us. And our, all these aggrandizement will leave us. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Because God shows mercy to the humble and resists the proud. So that you can be able to live your life well. Make decisions that are going to be meaningful decisions. Take your salvation and your relationship with Jesus Christ very serious. Because you are not going to be here forever. Oh, clap your hands, clap your hands. Serious. In the next service... Which starts in the next uh, 9 o'clock, in the next 1 hour, 10 minutes. My father, Reverend Isud Anaba, will be starting the morning session in this place. It's going to be an awesome. Papa Isud uh, is going to be leading this particular service. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, 6 p.m., we are having the humility impartation anointing service. You can't miss it for anything in the world. I'm inviting you and your family, you know, come and uh, God's grace will be a portion. You want to be in this service, you want to join the next one, you are welcome to do so. I want this great father of faith to lay hands on you, pray for you, receive the word of God, the word of his grace word of god's grace and uh let it be a blessing to you we wanted to have a joint service but we thought it would be too crowded you know and uh, secondly my father you know had an early zoom service so we didn't want to interrupt it so nine o'clock this morning reverend issued another is ministering right here in alabaster international ministry get your clothes on and quickly drive down here to tesano and uh the grace of God is going to be a portion. You miss that in the evening. We are having a non-denominational service in the evening. 6 p.m. You can't miss that for anything in the world. The grace of God will be a portion. Come and be blessed. The Lord will bless you. Come on, clap your hands. Give God the glory in the house of God.
Hallelujah. Number five wastage. The waste of time. Hmm. The waste of time. Now I'm not talking about people just playing music, sitting under a tree, wasting time. There are many young ladies who are waiting for their husbands to come before they leave life. There are many young ladies waiting. When God bl- brings my husband, this is how I'm going to leave. This is how I'm going to leave. Then all that. That's a waste of time. The husband may come in the next 10 years. So what do you do in that 10 years? What is that 10 years for? Sweetie, you have a life beyond marriage. Please. One of the 10 things that God has given every person for free is time. We all have 24 hours. But it depends on what we do with our 24 hours. It depends on what we are doing with our 24 hours. This is that the routine of the Christian have changed. We used to wake up with prayer, Bible study, quiet time, morning devotion before we step out. Now, we wake up with WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all these other things. When we finish, then we step out. So, the Christian now is not as solid as before. And I am telling you to repent, turn back and come to Jesus. Yeah, come back to Christ. Amend your ways. Return to the Lord. Come back to your first love. Yeah, you need to be able return to God. Return to the Lord. I'm talking to you. Return to the Lord. Serious. When when I look at the waste of time. The waste of time. We spend time arguing. There are people sitting here who spend time on lottery. People sitting here spending time on lottery. Single 439. Spend time on lottery. As for betting, now betting is with us in church. The people are in church and they are checking their phones. Betting companies. What a waste of time. The Bible said we should redeem time. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. Because the time in which we are living is evil. You are living in evil times. So don't be a fool. Be wise. You are living in evil times. The Bible said in the redemption of time in verse number 16, redeeming the time. Because the days, I have been in Kolibu one time praying for somebody. This guy is dying and telling me, tell the Lord to spare my life. I will save him. Then I asked the question, what have you been doing all this while? What have you been doing all this while? Now people want us to beg them to come to church. Say nice things. Mumra, sorry, mumra, sorry. Why, mumra, sorry? If you are very fine, if you are very fine, you are maybe my wife Bill Gates. 
any color slim. Obey, obey big, obey big brassery. Why? Brassery. Even the devil knows that God blesses his people. Even Satan knows that they that love the Lord, all things work together for their good. Even Satan. Even Satan knows that the person that loves God will be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath the top and not the bottom. Even Satan knows that it shall be well with the righteous. Even the devil knows that. People are wasting their energy and their time on things that does not bring any life. Time wasting. May I tell you that it is God that blesses a man. He gives power to get well. Deuteronomy 8.18 It is God that gives the power, the wisdom to get well. I finish this morning by telling you, you know, the next wastage, the wastage of relationships. <laughs> the wastage of relationship number six. Don't waste. I mean, don't waste. There are precious people that God has brought around you for a reason and for a purpose. And let me tell you, my pastor was talking to us, you know, in our training all night and was saying, you know, the kind of training that God wants to give you are not the ones that you will like. Are not the ones that you will like. So when Never. God will never do that. God is like a mother, a nursing mother, who is carrying a child behind her. The mother or the old wet trouble Franwa now within a shenichino or the toma boswa abofranen sa ne konya chichiri bibia wanyanesa abofrane kakonechia now what done a konswa ubebuni komo and I said there will be a fracture within the spine and so the mother is going to tie the child right there the child can cry all he can the mother will not listen to the cry the mother is rather prioritizing the safety of the child over the comfort of the child. Safety first. Sometimes when your attention sometimes God is looking for your attention and God has a way of getting your attention oh yeah God has a way of getting your attention I'm telling you the Lord can get your attention very easily I want to see Jesus but I'm telling you if there are so many distractions in my way God will find a way to eliminate all of that and get my attention yeah if I am serving the Lord and Bad friends are coming my way. God can have a way of making those people leave my space. Oh yeah. God will find a way of making the people leave my space. God can make you lose your job to save your salvation. You can lose your job and save yourself. I don't know who I'm talking to. The Lord will not do what you love. He will not do what you love. I 
Everybody say eternal life. That's what I'm talking about. That is what the Holy Spirit would do. As I close, oh, you can clap your hands. And then I will talk about the last wastage. The wastage of the anointing and the glory. The waste. Somebody like me standing here preaching. We don't value. Me here. We will not value. When the person dies, suddenly he turns into a hero. We still have Dr. Mensa Otabel with us. We don't like, we're speaking nonsense all over the place. Bishop Ducky, what Mills is still with us. We do not appreciate gifts like that. Christy Dutete is still here. Being a blessing, we do not follow. Sam Crunchy Ankara is still here. There are people like Nicholas Duncan Williams. We will not follow them until they are no more. Then we come talking nonsense. As if we love them. Now let me use the opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, as I finish my submission and make way for my father, Reverend Eastwood Anaba, to preach in the next service. I will, I will, I will use the opportunity to, we have great people, businessmen, men with wisdom and ideas. We will never appreciate them until that glory is no more. When my father, Francis Kwasiamuako, was alive, nobody respected him on governmental lines, even in the church. I have seen people talk so much nonsense, but the moment he died, Amuako suddenly became a superhero. The people are here. The different kinds of anointing are here. Treasure it instead of looking down and familiarizing, trampling upon Adam. Adam Adam be free A day is coming. Alabaster, I'm talking to you. You will look for this voice. You will not find it. A day is coming. Like I'm not a boy's church. Like Jubilee Christian Center. Like Jesus care. Like resurrection. Go and ask them what it means to lose your pastor. Go and ask them. Abuse and the waste of grace and the glory. When was the last time you cried during worship? When was the last time you had... I mean, we are having worship and the people are busily looking at the worshiper. You are rating a person whilst he is worshipping. All you can do is rate them. Too loud, too low. His tie is not good. His knot is not. Are you serious? You are very carnal. Very carnal. And most of us are not moved by the spirit of the living God. You are moved by the bass guitar. This is what we are moved. We have become too rhythmical. This is it. So, so when was the last time the Holy Ghost spoke to you? You personally. When was the last time God spoke to you and told you A, B, C, D? When was the last time? I'm asking you a question. When was the last time Jesus came into your room and touched you and said, Ajua, I am still with you. Abna, I'm still with you. Yeah, I'm still with you. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I have it all together. Be at peace. 
you will not lose your mind you will not lose your place i will restore all the years the canker web the pama web and the caterpillar have diva i am with when was the last time god spoke to you when was the last time when was the I'm, I'm asking a very profound i'm asking profound questions this morning when was the last time? when was the last time you had an encounter with the holy spirit personal encounter everything has become acting mimicking we have wasted the anointing we've turned the anointing into some merchandise one day we you know a man went to china and then was preaching christ to a person in a restaurant the chinese man came and said this this jesus where can i find it so i can buy it because he felt that jesus was a product merchandise the gospel now when you have a church and you don't sell items water oil stickers handbands handkerchiefs you don't sell something it means it's not a church you must sell miracle items so below sell something to the people watch it fufu emo if I want food, I won't come to church. I'm serious. I, will, I refuse to go and fool in the house of God. He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. But you have turned it. This is why I, our MPs are not refined and they are not transformed. This is why our ministers don't fear God. This is why our leaders don't fear God. This is why our lawyers don't fear God. This is why people be the real core essence of the message itself is gone it's gone truth it's gone I was going to be sure when I was going to be sure I said I don't know what you do now when you're here when you're going to be net I should be able to tell you stand to your feet let's close help us not to waste the blessing that you are bestowing on us. Reverend Isud is ministering in the next 15 minutes. You want to join the next service? I'm inviting you. 9 o'clock exactly, service starts. It's going to be an awesome moment. Then tonight, 6 p.m., Papa Isud is here again with us. This is the Humility Sunday. Grace will abound for us. Your two hands are on your heart. I want you to talk to the Father. Talk to the Father. Talk to the Father. Paul said his strength is made perfect in weakness. Let the strength of God be made perfect in all weakness.
His strength is made perfect in weakness. His strength is made perfect in weakness. His strength is made perfect in weakness. His strength is made perfect in weakness. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of God, grant us the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace to be in life, the grace to be missionary Christians. The grace, the grace, the grace. The grace. The grace. The grace, the grace, the grace. Restore unto us the joy of your salvation and renew a right spirit within us. Commit your life into the hands of the Lord for this week. Remember to pray for your children, your spouse, and your household. Grant us the mercy and the, your goodness in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that your hand will help us. Be gracious to us, do us good. Hallelujah. Let's pray for this country. This church has a mandate prophetically at all times to lift this particular nation on this altar. Every Sunday morning, no matter what, that God should remember this nation and heal us from every disease. The right hand is on your heart. I promise on my honor to be faithful and loyal to Ghana, my motherland. I promise to hold in high esteem to uphold and defend the good name of Ghana. So help me God. I want you to stretch your hand on the, on the flag of Ghana that is on the altar of God. And I want you to pray for this nation. Remember to pray for my president. We are asking God's help, his mercy and his love. Remember this nation, O oh God. Deliver us from evil. Oh, deliver us from mediocrity. Deliver us from godlessness, faithlessness, lovelessness, prayerlessness. Deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us, O oh God. 
Delivers. 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 This is why nations need leaders. I pray for Ghana. I pray for every war-troubled nation. Send life, send help, send beauty for ashes. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, the oil of joy for mourning. For trouble, send double. Oh God, in the name of Jesus the Christ. Can you stretch your hands whilst I pray? Father, thank you. Thank you for your favor, your grace, your love, your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for grace. Thank you for life. Thank you for resources. Thank you for opportunities. Thank you for relationships. Thank you for people. I bless you for the anointing and the glory. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the love that you have bestowed on us. We stand in your presence this morning and ask you, forgive us of all the demeaning and the marginalizing, castigating and reducing you to nothing. We profess to be Christians. We profess but behave otherwise. Our hearts are far away from you. Preaching but we are godless ministering but there is no iota of you in us creating us a clean heart oh god renew a right spirit within us cast not us cast us not from your presence take not your spirit from us restore to us the joy of your salvation renew a right spirit and an excellent spirit within us i pray for ghana i pray for my president i pray that this week will be the restoration of all all that the palmerworm and the counterworm and the caterpillar have devoured in the name of jesus i am asking for mercy i am asking for your goodness i am asking for your favor I'm asking for your benevolence. I'm asking for your enrichment. I'm asking for your goodness. Come through for this nation. Heal our land. I pray for our brothers and sisters in the Volta region who have gone through the pain of the spillage. My God, I pray, send help. Use us to help them. In the name of Jesus. I pray for the family of Raphael. I pray for families who are bleeding in war-torn places. Be gracious and merciful. Remember the prisoner, the person in the police cell. Transformation comes from you. Reveal yourself to them. Even as you reveal yourself to us. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Are you clapping? Oh, clap your hands. Give him glory. This is the W3 service. W3 means word, worship, and wonders. In the next service, the F5 service, F5 means fresh fire for family and friends. My father, Reverend Eastwood, and Napa. 
will be ministering in the next service. And then in the evening, we are having an evening humility service. You cannot miss this for anything in the world. Get yourself quickly right here and the grace of God will be your portion. You want to join us for our offering 0249 You can join us in our offerings and God's grace will be your portion. I'll catch you in the next service. From all of us here at the Kwabramponsa Memorial Temple in uh, Tessano, when righteousness becomes a lifestyle, breakthroughs become automatic. I'll see you in the next service. Humility 2023 with Reverend Eastwood and Abba. See ya. God bless. Belligerent power, scintillating power, cataclysmic power, catatonic power. Humility 2023. This Sunday, the 12th of November 2023, Alabasta International Ministry, the Kwabinamponsa Memorial Temple, Tesano, is hosting Reverend Iswood Anaba. May God give a certain leader somewhere under the sound of my voice the humility to save somebody in the name of Jesus. In humility 2023, morning session, 9 a.m evening session 6 p.m come with your family and encounter god in an explosive manner in humility 2023 with reverend eastwood and when righteousness becomes a lifestyle breakthroughs becomes automatic we look forward to meeting you and your family this sunday in humility 2023 the glory of god will erupt like a volcano touching god's people and elevating them to complete 2023 strong and powerful. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofi Udru. Venue, Tessano Worship Center near Tessano Gardens. Come and encounter a deep and total renewal in Christ. For inquiries, call 0202-614-781. Oh,